Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Two Cents Nonsense. You look cute today, Jackie. I don't look cute today, but thank you. I love your pink shirt. Pink is my favorite color. Is it really? Yeah. That's cool. What's your favorite color? Well, you know what's funny is I think I've gone back to pink. Where did you? I used to like purple Mm. and teal. Like teal. I like. Like my room was painted teal when I was a kid. Oh, that's interesting. So Jackie, I'm going to ask you first to start it off. Can you tell me where you're from? (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) I am from the Dirty Jers. I am from the armpit of the United States of America. Don't say that. That's what people told me when I was in college. I love it. I'm proud to be a Jersey girl. Are you kidding? But that's what they call it. The armpit of the U.S. Wow. But I'm not from North Jersey. I'm not from like Snooki's neighborhood. I'm more from like South Philly, 10 minutes from Philly. So it's a totally different vibe. Right. But it's true. It's totally different. California girl vibe is way different than way Jersey different. girl vibe. It's oh, been true. a culture adjustment since moving out here, what, almost like 13 years ago. Because in New Jersey, I almost feel like if you guys have issues with things, you just kind of get them off your chest and you just go. And everyone's mm-hmm. friends because nobody has the walls up. Really, you don't find a lot of fake people out there. Mm-hmm. It's very just, it's just real. You just keep it real. Here... My God, it's a whole nother world. Like it's it's really hard for me out here. There's a lot of pretentious people in Orange County. So you also happen to be in the I know, pretentious right? capital of like literally of Southern California. Because I would say I lived in San Diego. I went to college in San Diego. It's way more chill vibe, way is more it? down to earth a yeah. little bit. And I'm not saying I love Orange County, which is why I live here. I do too. But it does take a little adjusting. Just a lot of drama, mm-hmm. like unnecessary drama. That's what I feel like anyway. Grew up in Jersey. My dad was a golf pro for over 40 years. So at the age of 14, I think, or maybe younger, I started working at the country club. And I was washing clubs, and then I became a caddy. And I would caddy him and his friends bag 18 holes. I hated golf, absolutely hated golf. And he tried to get me into it. I never liked it, so I decided I'll just make money doing it. So I caddied. First of all, oh, God, I had to wear... And I think this is why I have such a phobia of it now. I had to wear a collared shirt and these long Bermuda shorts. I wasn't even comfortable. In my, yeah. You know, you have to be comfortable. Yeah, totally. I, I, collared shirts to me are just, it's like a turtleneck. I cannot do them. So anyway, aside from that, um, I, I washed the clubs and my dad would always say, listen, you're going to be here anyway, so you might as well do a really good job and get a lot of tips and have a good attitude. Otherwise, you're just wasting your own time. So I did. Sounds familiar. (laughs) I know. know, It's true. So anyway, I grew up doing that. Then I transitioned. No, I don't even, I don't like to say the word transition. (laughs) (laughs) How did you do that? So um, did you, you made mostly tips? Made mostly tips. Yeah. I grew up playing all sports. I was on three different basketball teams in one season. I played softball. I did tennis. I did golf. I didn't love golf, but I did it. Um, I tried swimming, hated it. Uh, I pretty much did everything. My mom made me play the piano. She's like, you have a real talent. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I, hate, I hated piano. I was in the talent show playing Cheers. Oh, my God. With this, like, big bucket hat thing. Terrible. My mom, like, used to sew my clothes from, like, patterns. Like, patterns. And it sounds like they kept you really busy. I was very busy. My, my kids now, they think, oh, it's the summer. I'm just going to relax. My parents had pie charts for me. 
Like every summer it was like, you're going to read, you're going to, I had to go to like pottery classes. Like my mom was like, goodbye. We will not see you all day. (laughs) And I understand why now being a mom, I understand why I grew up Catholic. I went to a Catholic school for 12 years. Good little Catholic girl that I was. Um, No, actually my parents were very, very strict, very strict. So if my friends were allowed out till like midnight, let's say, as I grew up, I was allowed out until like 10 o'clock maybe. And they'd always say, oh, well, just blame it on me. It's fine. And I'd be like, yeah, but that doesn't make me feel better. Like I'm missing all this time with my friends. I I don't need an excuse. I just, I hate missing stuff. And I think that kind of backfired when I got to college because then I went buck wild. But that's another whole story. I want you to talk about what type of high schooler you were because I want everyone to envision like... What type of high schooler yeah, like, I was? what were you like in high school? Like I, I see so this like catty girl, but then... Okay, so in high school, know. it's funny. I had a boyfriend all four years, uh, actually even into college, but I kind of had another boyfriend on the side. <laughs> but this other guy, he always mm. liked this other girl better. But so funny, at the end, I actually had my chance to have him, mm-hmm. and I didn't want him anymore. The moral of the story is sometimes you want what you can't have, and then, and then you when you get have it, the grass it, is greener on the other side. Yeah, that's yeah. the moral of the story. I got mm-hmm. it, finally, and I was like, I don't even want it. In high school, my, so obviously my full name is Jacqueline, and I went by Jackie, mm-hmm. but it wasn't cool enough. So I decided in high school to change the spelling of my name to J-A-Q-I, Keep out the U because I didn't follow the rules. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was a cooler spelling. And then it stuck ever since. So then graduated high school and I ended up going, I was going to go to Rutgers with my best friend. This kind of caused a little bit of a rift, I think, Mm -hmm. because that was our plan forever. We were best friends. We were like, this is what we're going to do. And I toured the campus and I hated it. It just didn't feel right for me. Mm. Then my other best friend was going to Towson in Maryland, and I ended up touring that campus, and I felt like I belonged there. So it was weird because everything that we ever had talked about our whole life, like going away to college together, you know, you kind of mm-hmm. have that dream with like your best friend. Right. It just and wasn't going to happen. Did you grow up with these people since elementary school? Like you, I grew at up the same with my school, best friend right? since elementary school. Okay, wow. So like literally from like kindergarten, we were wow together. Yeah. And then I ended up being like, I'm sorry. I just, I don't want to go there. So, so you didn't go to so, Rutgers. You so went I didn't go to, to Rutgers. I went to Towson in Maryland, okay. right by Baltimore. Um, and I loved it. It was awesome. It was more of a party school, not not so much like a sorority. We didn't have sorority houses there mm-hmm. or fraternity houses. Mm-hmm. We kind of had like little apartments people would stay in, but nothing like like I saw on TV. Like, you know? Yeah. And I never joined a sorority. That wasn't my thing either. I Nobody's going to tell me what to do. I wasn't going to be hazed or any of that shit. Like, no. (laughs) But my parents always said, if I do not have a 3-0 every single semester or however, Mm -hmm. I was coming home. I don't know that they would have taken me out, but I did. I maintained a 3-0, which Mm -hmm. was, I know that's not like great, but I still got it. Or sometimes I go higher, but I'll never forget one birthday. I was getting my grades back. It was like my junior year. And I thought there's no fucking way I'm going to get a 3-0. Like, there's no way. You pulled it off. And I put, it was like my birthday. I got my grades back and I was like, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God. Yeah. Anyway, I ended up meeting Kevin my junior year. So, okay, I had a boyfriend on and off throughout college and he didn't treat me very well, to be honest with you. So I was kind of always looking for another one. Mm-hmm. And um, so my friend that I went to college with, she ended up working as a receptionist at 
NBAC, which is the facility where Kevin was training with Michael for the 2000 and Michael who four Olympics, Michael Phelps. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> so I had a boyfriend at the time, but she kind of knew I was like looking and she was like, listen, there's this guy. He's really hot. He looks like a lumberjack. He's totally not your type. He's blonde. He's tall. And I was used to dating all short Italian guys from New York. That, that was my type. That was my only type. I never, ever like thought about a surfer guy or anything like that. She's like, I don't know. He's really cute. I was like, all right, well, you know, so she comes home and she shows me his picture. And I was like, he actually is really cute, but totally not my type. So then I guess she ended up showing him my picture. So, okay. I took some pictures in college for this website. I was going to be in this Maxim college edition. And then I call my brother and he's like, don't you dare get in there. And I was like, why? He's like, do not do that. So I never did it, but I had some pictures. They were on the internet. I was fully clothed. You could see nipples probably. Do you have those pictures? I I have one. Do we have to put them (laughs) on the screen? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think so. I tried to get them taken down. It was anyway. So Kevin really did see a preview, although we went on a blind date. We both so he saw Kevin kinda, saw your Maxim photos. Yeah, he kind of saw a little preview. Anyway, we ended up. Um, she, my friend, gave him my number, and he never called. Never called. And I was kind of like in a weird way, like hoping he would call. I've never chased a guy, right. and again, I kind of already had a boyfriend at the time, but I just wasn't really happy. And I was just thinking, like, man. You know, so one day my sister-in-law, um, that I don't talk to anymore, we ended up, um, getting a 40 from the liquor store (laughs) and we just started drinking it and I called him. I just had the balls to call him. I don't know why I did this. (laughs) I honestly, like, I've never... I really never like chased a guy, but I didn't but really I think chase you just him. know what you want. You're the type of person. So it's not like you chased a guy because right. you like needed that ego boost. Like no. you're like, dude, I like feel something there strong There was something right now. like pulling me yes. to him. And yes. I don't know what it was. It was very weird. But anyway, I got a little alcohol in me and I called him and I was like, hi, this is Jackie, you know, cause he was training for the Olympics. So yeah. it wasn't like he was going out drinking. Yeah, he, he was going to bed at like nine o'clock. So I was like, I don't know if you want to like grab coffee or something sometime. And I left the message and I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe I just did that. Cause he had had my number for like weeks and never called. So I was like, wow. So he called back and he's like, oh, you know, I'm actually, I have to do an interview for some type of show. He was, he was doing modeling too. Like he was traveling, he was modeling speedo professionally at the time he was doing a lot of oh <laughs> yeah I know, I know he was doing a lot of talks he's like I have to go get a suit because I have this event or whatever that I'm going to he's like do you want to go to the mall and help me like pick out a suit and I was like okay sure yeah. so I'll never freaking so forget. basically he's just like modeling for you like what about this speedo yeah how does the front no, look he wasn't, what about the back okay no sorry <laughs> He was not. Which color do you like, Jacqueline? He was not modeling swimsuits. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) He was modeling swimsuits, but he had to get a suit suit. Got it. No, I wasn't going. (laughs) Hey, no judgment here. No, okay. (laughs) So I remember going to Express. I actually remember exactly what I was wearing. It's it's bizarre, but I had my Timberlands on. I had my like velour blue pants and like this kind of like the same type of shirt. You could see some boobies. Right. I caught him staring at him a couple of times. That's when I had just like my, my real boobs before kids. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I went and he tried on some stuff and I'll never forget. We were walking by 
you know what Orange Julius is? Of course. Okay, well, I really, he goes, I'm going to grab one. I'll get you one. You know, like, do you want one? And I was like, no, thank you. But I really wanted it, but I didn't want him to buy it for me. And I'll never forget this. Like, I just remember this for always. I just, I wanted a taste of it so bad because I never had one. Mm -hmm. But I just, I was too scared to be like, yeah, sure. Anyway, that's a dumb story. So did you try some of his? No. <laughs> so he just sat there like <laughs> salivating over his orange Julius. Like, <laughs> Okay, so this is the really weird part. Kevin and I did not even kiss for six dates. Now, he says that it's because I never looked at him when we were like watching TV, but also like when we would say goodbye, he was like a foot taller than me. So I don't know. It was just kind of awkward so because... I would have to like look up. I don't know. It just never really, it was just the longest time I've never kissed somebody in my life. Maybe that was a good thing though. The anticipation, like every time you think like, is this going to be the time? It's not like he was making moves on me. <laughs> so anyway, that's he was, fine. He was just like a gentleman maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But then once, you know, then the rest was is he history. like used to other girls like. Probably. Like all in. Probably. Maybe. Because we got a lot of stories about that. I think, you know, um, we're going to bring him on. He's yeah. got to talk about it. Yeah. So anyway, we started dating and we actually started dating the day before Valentine's day. He would, he sent me a text on my yellow Nokia phone. Remember those? Like, oh, of course. The yeah. black and white, whatever. Or gray or yeah. whatever you had. Um, and he was like, do you want to be my Valentine and my girlfriend? I was like, okay. So we dated for a little bit. And so when did you guys actually have sex? No, it, 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 it took a long time. And the whole, uh, this is like the Everyone's funny part. Everyone's dying to know. It, no, obviously it was after six dates. Maybe it was like the seventh. But what's so funny is like, because he would swim all day, every day training. He just like reeked of chlorine the whole time. I just, the 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 smell of, of oh, like chemicals was so strong. And you're not, I mean, you're becoming more of a water person, but yeah, you're and not I was really not even a water used person. to it. It yeah. was just, it was like seeping out of his pores. So right. I was a little distracted by you're the like, smell of the chlorine. Can you go <laughs> shower real it. quick? It was just, it didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter. It was like in his pores. Wow. He was clean. It was just, yeah. No, yeah. Well, he's super clean because <laughs> chlorine gets all the... That's true. Off. Anyway, so we met in February of 2004, and he basically was hoping to go to the Olympics mm -hmm. in August, July, August of 2004. So he was okay. training for those. So I was used to going to the bar every night. That's another thing. When I met him, and even years before, I worked in the bar. I was a promotional model like you were. We work for a lot of the same companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would do a lot of just random things like cigarette lighters, but it was really good money. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> why is that so funny? You just do because, them? No, because I just keep flashing back to like Jackie, two years old, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I didn't sorry, smoke a cigarette until like eighth grade or seventh grade. I can't remember. Oh, wow. That's so it, pretty early. This is why though. I would work at my dad's country club. Maybe it was eighth grade and all the golfers would leave their cigarettes yeah. in the golf cart. And the guy that I worked with smoked. So I and was this like... this was like a different time. It guys. really was. It was. So, yeah. of course, I was like... My whole house was like filled with smoke. I had a bunch of Europeans, Greeks. Like, oh. they were like... Like, they were literally at the dinner table just like puffing away. Okay, like, see? I, it's totally... It's was, different. Yeah. Different. So, yeah, I, I did start smoking, but like eighth grade, I guess. I didn't smoke I pot. never did, though. I you never didn't smoke smoked. Nope. So you and Kevin officially were a couple in 2004. Four. 2004. At the ripe age of 21. Okay. I just had celebrated my 21st birthday in January. 
And then I met him in February. So we started dating then and he was training. So we were not going out. It was like I was going to his place and we would play cards. Like really, it was a totally different so life. So totally different. Like you actually got to know this person. It wasn't just like a bar. Yes. Or- totally different from any of the other guys yeah. I've ever dated. And I, my mom will always tell me this. I called her and I was like, mom... I do really like him, but he's just so different. Like we just play cards and we don't really drink. And she, she always says, I just thought, yes. Like she was so happy. Right. But it was anyway. So then he unfortunately did not make the Olympics. He got, I think that year he got fifth. He thought for sure he was going to make it. Like okay, his but parents- you have to break down for everyone because Zach explains to me like how much of a like second it is in swim. Oh, like can seven you- tenths of a second. Yeah, so like the- he was so close, but yes. Well, so okay, so the two thousand Olympics is when he got third, fourth, and fifth at Olympic trials. Okay, and the top two go. So okay. he missed it by seven tenths of a second. Which and is- then Michael Phelps was like right in front of him, right? Yeah, of That's course. Crazy. Yes. Yeah. So he, but he for sure thought he was going to make 2004. Like mm-hmm. his parents already bought tickets out to, I don't even know where it was oh, at that point. Like he thought for sure he was going to make it. Right. And he ended up getting fifth. And he just said he just mentally wasn't there. He felt like his coach really just focused all of his energy on Michael and really wasn't paying attention to him mm-hmm. so much. And that kind of got him. Like it's because swimming is a, there's a huge mental aspect to swimming. That right. people don't realize, but it is. So, and he ended up getting this tattoo. It was like this little eye so he could like look at it, I think. And it was like to kind of remind himself like why he's here and to do well. And it's just at the end of the day, I think it was just like more of a mental thing, unfortunately. But so he didn't end up making the Olympics and then it was summer and he's three years older than me, but because he took off so much time to swim, we ended up both having one more year of college left. He was in Auburn. And I was obviously in Towson. So we were away from each other. So we spent the summer together. We took vacations. And then it was time for him to finish out his last year and me to finish out mine, which that was a long distance thing for like a whole year. So we were like together all the time. And then all of a sudden it was just like he was back in Auburn and I was back in Maryland. And it was funny. I would work. Auburn, California. Auburn. No, Auburn, Alabama. Just kidding. <laughs> there is an Auburn, California, I think. I thought. Okay. There is, but he went to Auburn, Alabama. Wait, he didn't go to the same school as you? No. No, we I'm met so because he was okay. training for the Olympics in Baltimore with Michael. Oh. That's why he was there. But he he had gone to Auburn the past three years. Did he have a girlfriend back home too? Yeah, and I met I met multiple. Oh, like I wow. met a bunch of his girlfriends. Yeah, so don't feel guilty about your boyfriend. No, no, no. But it just, you know, it was funny. We went to the casino with one of them one time. We went out to lunch with the other one. I didn't care. I mm-hmm. looked better than both of them anyway. <laughs> it didn't really matter. But I mean, look, it's fine. Anyway, uh, so we both had a year to finish out. Kevin and I dated long distance for a whole year. We were both finishing out our senior year. He graduated in graphic design. I graduated with a psychology major. Then the day that he graduated, which was like a week after me, flew out to Auburn and then we road tripped back and he moved to Maryland with me. That's how we kind of started. You then, got him. I, of course I got him. Please. <laughs> so we ended up moving in with my best friend that I was rooming with at the time. We were going to get our own apartment, but the problem was that his parents and my parents were both Catholic mm-hmm. and they would not sign for us to get a place before we were married. 
So I was like, we were just trying to figure out how we're going to do this because neither of us really had jobs like promotional modeling. You, it, it, it's just, it, you're an independent contractor. Right. It's different. It's so random. Too. It's random. Yeah. So I ended up having the guy that I sold crabs with write a note like a letter on letterhead. I think he made it up that said I was making like $35,000 or $40,000 a year selling crabs. Total lie. But I, we needed something to get an apartment together. So right. we did. So we ended up getting an apartment together. And then... Can you imagine that was back in the day when 35, 40K like... Oh, God. And really in Maryland, that was fine. Oh, And it's yeah. just an apartment. Right. It wasn't like a big, yeah. big deal. But yeah, you're right. Um, God. It's crazy. So you guys moved into your apartment. So we moved into our apartment in Towson, which is where I went to school. Then we ended up, Kevin got a job at University of Maryland as an assistant swim coach. So we moved to Silver Spring. And then we moved to Crofton, Maryland because we bought our first house. That's where we had Chase. Okay. So what brought you to California? Uh, Is this going to go on? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because we moved so many goddamn times. I think this is seriously our 13th move since we met. Like right now, 13. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of times. Yeah. Okay. So we ended up buying our first house in Crofton at the top of the market at that time. The top of the market for this townhouse. It was like 300000 but that was a lot back then. And mm-hmm. had Chase. And then his head coach that he was coaching under at University of Maryland was like, peace out. I'm going to Cal. Uh, you guys are going to have to find another job, basically. Because usually a head coach brings in their assistants. And, Ke- oh. and he was going to Cal. and We weren't going to Cal. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he never brought Kevin. Kevin's a damn good coach, but he didn't for whatever reason. So then he ended up getting a job at LSU. So when Chase was a month old, we decided, let's just go. So we were moving to Baton Rouge, but that was when Hurricane Gustav hit. It was a national state of emergency. What made you leave? His job. His job. job. So he That's why we've here. kind of been everywhere. He started University of Maryland, then LSU in Louisiana, and then USC. So okay. then he finally got a job at USC. At USC. And then when did you become pregnant with the twins? In Louisiana, I got pregnant with the... I had a miscarriage. Then I ended up getting pregnant again, and I had... There was twins, and I knew there was mm-hmm. twins. Um, but when I went in there for the ultrasound, you know, the ultrasound tech was like, it's twins. Oh my God, like everyone's so happy. Then I go to see the doctor and he says to me, you're still very early. One of them will probably absorb the other. You're probably just going to have one. And I thought, fuck you, man. How early were you? I'm just curious. Like seven weeks. See, because I was eight weeks. Yeah, I don't think it's that early. No. Yeah. So I immediately changed doctors because I just was like, I have two freaking babies in there and they're going to stay in there. Like that's what Mm -hmm. I thought. I got those heart rate monitors where you can monitor both. Do you ever do that? I, I've seen people that did it. And them, every single day I would listen to their heartbeat to make sure they were still alive because I was like, I'm keeping Didn't both you, of so them. Having twins, your high risk pregnancy. Yes, I had to go. So I had like every week I could hear their heartbeats and do ultrasounds. Like my doctors made no. me do it almost, I swear. It was like, especially 20 weeks on, I was every week yeah, in the chair. Yeah, 20 weeks on. Yeah. But not but in I the see, beginning. So early on you were like, I just didn't just want to protected. lose it. I didn't want the other and one. And you had already absorb. had a baby. I was young. Like I, when I oh, got yeah, pregnant with I twins, I, those were like my first experience of anything. And I'm like, I didn't yeah. know what to expect about any of that. Chase was two. 
I was seven months pregnant with the girls and we ended up moving to California. Sight unseen. Leased a house with a backyard. Because he got a job at USC. Yeah. Really. So we ended up moving to Pasadena. But I was like pregnant. And then I started going to the doctor there. And I remember, I didn't know. I, I knew I was high risk, but I was like walking the streets, not the streets. It was a <laughs> it was a nice street in Pasadena. No, no. I would go to my doctor's appointment and then I would just walk to like little shops here and there. So you were really active. I was really active during really my active. pregnancy too. I remember people like, whoa, are you okay? I'm like, I was Dude. like a torpedo. Like it's fine. Yeah. 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 And then the, like the very next day I was put on bed rest. They're like, what the fuck were you thinking? You cannot do that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. You're I felt fine. Acting like you I just wanted just to like get out of the house, but... It was tough because having a two-year-old and being pregnant with twins and then being put on bed rest. I cannot even imagine terrible being pregnant with twins and having another It baby. was tough. I mean, a lot of women do it, but that's hard. My mom ended up coming out to help me the last couple of weeks. And then we were in a doctor's appointment. I cannot remember if I was 34 and a half or 35 and a half. Either way, we were in the doctor's appointment. And you know how they feel around in there? Like... <laughs> <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, you gotta cut to that. You I'm sorry, no, no, I just got tired. Well, I think he might have gone too far because anyway, you feel around in there. In your doctor's appointment, he was feeling they, to see if I was like dilated in any way because Ava was breech, and so he said, "Listen, if you go home and you somehow go into labor, Ava could hang herself on her umbilical cord." Oh. He's like, so do you want to come in and have the babies today? And I was not ready to have the babies today, but I was like, well, I'm not going to risk it. Could you imagine? Oh, uh, no, thank you. I'll go home. So you were planning to have them vaginally? Yes. Because you had uh, chase vaginally. Yeah. Okay. But unfortunately, Ava was breached. So that was okay, the option they it. gave me. They're like, if you go home, she could strangle herself. What mm -hmm. do you want to do? I'm like, well, duh. So my, I was like, all right, let me go home and get my bags. My mom was like, no, you're not going home. I was like, okay. So she went home to get everything. Kevin and I went to the hospital. And because I had freaking eaten something that morning, I had to wait all the way until nine o'clock to have my C-section. So anyway, I'm in the hospital and I'm, I had, I'm curling my hair. I, I, no, how could I? No, seriously, I was curling my hair. I don't know how I got the curling iron in between because my mom hadn't come back yet. Or maybe she did. Anyway, she went home. But you were on bed rest. So maybe had you packed a bag to no. stay at the hospital? No. Huh? I had no bag. I don't so know. So you were on bed rest at home? I was on bed rest at home. Yes. So it, it was like 8 o'clock-ish. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting in the hospital bed. Thank God. And you hear this sound that sounds like a rubber band has just snapped. And all of a sudden, I look down. And there's blood gushing out <sighs> everywhere. And I didn't know what the fuck was happening. I was like, are my dying? Are the kids dying? Like, what is happening right oh, now? Scary. It hurt like a motherfucker. And what was it? My placenta erupted. Yeah, it was not good. And then because I was scheduled, it, I was then, I'm now in labor. And the delivery room is occupied. So I couldn't so get in there. So basically, thank God you didn't go home. Thank God. Because that would have happened at home. We and you probably might, have, lost might have all died. We might have all died. Because... We, what else would we have done? Like, that, you know, I mean, by the time Ava came out, her stomach was, I didn't even see the either girl for 12 hours. I didn't see either of them. They took them immediately to the NICU. They pumped Ava's stomach. She, her placenta was the one that erupted. So she ingested all the blood. 
Leah was on, put on oxygen. I honestly didn't see them for 12 hours. I didn't know if they were okay. I kept asking, but I was like in and out a little bit mm-hmm. myself. So I wasn't really like coherent. It was probably the worst experience ever. And that's why I've always wanted a boy in Twin Girls and a boy six years later. And after that experience, I just thought I, I could never do this again. Like mm-hmm. it was like the scariest experience. Anyway. Um, so anyway, they, they, I couldn't get an emergency. I, I couldn't get into the delivery room because I guess one or both of them had been occupied. So I'm in labor for like 20 minutes. I'm freaking bleeding everywhere. It was just such a mess having contractions only to obviously have a C-section. So I was going through labor and then had a C-section. It was terrible. And if I just hadn't eaten that, like that morning, I could have gone in earlier. It was just because of that. But for whatever reason, I don't know. hungry. No, I ate. I know. I was hungry. hungry. (laughs) I just needed my food. I almost killed us all, but I needed to eat. I'm surprised they didn't. I'm surprised they didn't didn't go for it. And Pasadena, the hospital, it it was an amazing hospital. It was like the one of the best hospitals. Yeah. So it was just it was a crazy experience. C-section. Like they just told. I mean, I had the most chill. You didn't want to try. Relaxed. Well, I had one placenta. Oh. And they said that, and there was like a thin membrane wall. And so they said, we can try it or we you can just plan a C-section because the odds of you needing a C-section are high. Why? Because you have one placenta. I would think I that'd be easier know. to It birth. was something of the positioning of the babies mm. or something like that. I don't know. She just offered it to me and I said, okay, let's just set a date. I mean, that sounds delightful. Took a bath in the morning, <laughs> blue dry, like blow dried my hair. Uh, I was like, I just went in ready, ready to go. Hmm. Had it anyway, not to rub it in, but no, it's fine. Everyone I mean, that would have been my dream experience, but I no. really had a peaceful, peaceful I had a peaceful experience. delivery with Chase. Yeah. I mean, I, I bent over to, to pet my cat and all of a sudden my water broke and I was like, hmm, I think my water broke. And then I got a shower, I did my hair, I curled my hair. All, meanwhile, my water had broken, and it was fine. You know it's coming. You, and it, yeah. the, the doctor said, you probably peed yourself. And I was like, I most certainly did not pee myself. My water broke. And then he's like, well, if you start feeling contractions, just come in. So like a couple hours later, I felt contractions, and I was like, oh. Then it got really bad at one point, but they were able to give me the epidural. But I was, what is it called, Dilating. Dilating. Pretty quickly. I had Chase within like an hour or two. Having both. Yeah. The Vaginal. the recovery time for yeah. like vaginal is so much, so much better. It's so, so much, much better. better. No, I I wanted to at one point. I remember after they said I had booked the date and everything, I remember thinking, I don't really want to get cut open. Like I yeah. had this fear of like my abdomen just being cut open. Well, and they really took... Like, they took out your oh, organs. Oh, Zach tells the story. He's Did like, doctor was like in there, like forearm deep yes. searching for... Angelina was not coming out. Really? So she had to like pull out all the shit on the table. See, they never put everything <laughs> back right. I'm telling you, my whole digestive tract after having the girls is completely messed up. Yeah, I wonder... Do you remember that feeling after you got sewn up and everything when you stand up for the first time? No. Like, I will never forget the that worst feeling. feeling in the world. Like, the most I just excruciating my pain. Just dropping inside and like falling back into place, whether or not like they went in the right spot is interesting to think about. I think they do, right? I don't think so. I'm telling I mean, you. Who knows? And I have endometriosis now so bad because oh. I had that and then I had the I had the tummy tuck yeah. and I had my double hernia. That's a whole other situation. Yeah. 
Do you remember in the hospital? Because I remember when I was finally able to start walking, I remember like pulling one of the containers and like pushing the other. And I thought, I have two babies. Oh, I remember being so mine. Yeah. One here and one here. And they both came out of me. Did you get like, I got weird feelings like they need to go back in. Like I, I was like, they are not safe out here. You remember that? I felt like that dog. Remember that 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 stuffed animal? And I think it was a cat too. It was like the puppy a lot. Like how many puppies are there inside? There could be two, three, four, five. And I felt like I was puppy alive. Like I'm like, oh my god, they're both mine. I don't know. No, no it is crazy. It is. It's it's a. It's, it's cool though. It is but really the cool. craziest part, and I know I've said this before, is they were premature. They were only five nine each. And I remember because Ava had jaundice really bad. And actually they were, they, we were getting ready to be released. And I remember her numbers or something coming back in, in a way that we weren't going to be able to take her home. And I immediately spiked a fever. I swear it was my body's defense of being like, I'm not leaving without my baby. I'm staying in this fucking hospital because they're not going to let me go home with a fever. Yeah. And I will never forget that. I remember spiking this fever. and I might have been able to stay an extra night because of that. And then the next day, her numbers were normal. We moved out to California on $65,000. We had a two-year-old. We had twins. We were living in a house that I think we were paying $3,000 worth of rent. But we wanted to live in like, it was not bougie even at all. at that time though, that's like a lot. Yeah, but it wasn't kind even of. that. It just, we weren't going to live by USC. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to live, you know... It was the best deal that we could find, honestly. But I will never... USC is not very safe. No, it's not safe at all. I mean, there was a murder on my street when I li- where I lived in Pasadena. It wasn't the nicest, but it was it was still a nice place to mm-hmm. raise a family. Right. At any rate, I remember getting the bill after from the insurance company, and it was like three thousand dollars for this extra fetus. And I, I thought, got, we I didn't s- fucking put that fetus in there. You're gonna no, charge got- me for that? I mean, I get it because you have to then. But I just didn't think that was fair because we didn't have the money. And then at the same time, we had bought our house at the top of the market in Maryland. We were renting it out to this woman whose car was repoed, who was smoking in my house. It was a train wreck. She oh was not paying her rent. So oh, on top of the rent that we were paying in Pasadena, we had to pay $700 just to cover because house prices tanked, just to cover the difference. And then she wasn't paying rent. We were like in the worst place. And this is what I was going to tell you. I will never forget. I remember sitting in my van. I remember sitting in my van in the driveway and I was listening to that song, Danny song. You know that song? No. Even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with you, honey. And I remember just sitting there bawling and thinking, I have my family. I, I, we are dead broke. Like we have no money, but we're going to get through it because I have my husband, who I'm in love with, and I have my kids, and we're all healthy and happy. And honestly, it was like from that point on, everything just kind of fell into place. In the beginning, I don't think I was as sure. Now I know that if I put my mind to something, I will work my ass off and I will get it. And it always works out for me in the end. Mm-hmm. I never, It never fails. Right. No, it's true. But I can see how some people would be like, oh my God, you know, like, and I wasn't always like that, but I think through experiences, I realized mm-hmm. that. And trusting yourself. Totally. And trusting like the way things unravel. I, did you ever watch The Secret? 
Yes. Jackie, stop. You did. You, you told me. what? Yes. Okay. I lit- that movie, kind of, and it's so cheesy. No, it's times. not cheesy. No, I it's mean, like, totally the videography and everything. Oh, yeah, and, like, for the- sure. It works. I really believe it. It yeah, honestly does really work. Good. Why don't we just call this one Jackie? Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. There you go. This is Jersey Girl. That's actually cute. Yeah. Because this you- episode's all about me, bitch. Well, I'm technically a California girl, but I moved around a lot. Well, what I think is even cooler is that you're from the opposite end of the country. I really do think there's a lot of similarities. We're very similar. So you're probably one say? of the only real people that I've met out here. I mean, truthfully. Really? I could maybe See, a handful. I think that's more about the Italians and the Greeks, though. Because we're open books, there's no filter sometimes. Like Which true. I like. I can yeah. only live like that. Yeah. So in with the real, out with the fake. Cheers. Two cents.